Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I'm your host, Hey The Rebel. You can find me on only one social media platform, and that is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast. My personal page is at Kay the Rebel. Questions, comments, inquiries, would like to do a collaboration. The email address is thiscant, single letter B, L-Y-F-E, at gmail.com. If you are new here, welcome, 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 welcome. I appreciate you taking the time to check me out. Um, a shout out, as always, to my faithful listeners who have been rocking with me. Um, if you haven't had the chance to, please check out last week's episode um, where I continued the Black-owned business segment, Black-owned everything. And I um, collaborated with uh, Muffin from Motivated by Muffin. Please, please um, connect with her if you're looking for a personal trainer to help you achieve your fitness goals. Um, yep, yeah, you listen to that episode. She um, definitely uh, provides some insight into fitness and health in general. And she also plugs in all of her socials and where you can purchase merchandise. And there will be um, more to come, not just from her, but also for other Black-owned businesses that I will continue to highlight and support. Um. This week, I was going to do a purge episode, but I kind of changed my mind. I have a few things that I wanted to say or that have been on my mind. And um, I think two out of three of them apply to me personally, but actually they all hit home for me in one way or another. Um, And obviously the title is Sanctuaries, Babies, and Bad Timing. So I'm going to just get into it. Um, what was that? Would have been two years ago um, when Nipsey Hussle passed. I'll never forget um, what Lauren London had wrote in her caption um, under, I think, a picture, like her first post after he had passed. And it read, I am completely lost. I've lost my best friend, my sanctuary. My protector, my soul. I'm lost without you. We are lost without you. I have no words. And um, I could bring myself to like the exact mind state and feelings and everything that I was in that day around that time. And when I first read those words, they were powerful. Like I was like, whoa. And I also had never in my life heard of anyone saying that another human being was a sanctuary. So, you know, I Googled the definition and then I'm like, wow, okay, okay, this this is big stuff. And um, sanctuary is a place of refuge or safety. And um, that day, I had to Google the, the definition because I just was like, I, I never heard anybody say that about somebody. And um, it was deep, very deep. You know, like, what kind of love is that? Crazy thing is, at that time, I was married and I had to ask myself, like, well, I feel like that right now. And um, I wasn't ready to answer that then. Today, I'm brave enough and strong enough to say that 
No, I didn't feel like that at that time. He was not my sanctuary. I think I've only experienced love like that one time. And ironically, that was with my first husband. Regardless of like how or why we split, he was a sanctuary. He provided a safe place for my emotions, my vulnerability, for me to be myself, for me to be weak, for me to be strong. And I didn't know the value of that at that time. And that's because unfortunately the person I used to be tend to erase like all of the good memories I had with someone once I split from them. But yeah, on episode 112, um, of the podcast. Um, that episode was titled The Let Down and then in parentheses, Hyper Independence. And on that episode, I zeroed in on being let down and disappointed. Well, today I want to talk about feeling unprotected and unsafe in my past relationships. And I'm not talking about safety as in like, okay, whether your man is going to be the type to knock if you up if someone violates you, you know, like beat somebody's ass or something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something way deeper and more valuable than that. I'm talking about someone you can seek refuge and safety in, like what Lauren London had experienced, obviously with Nancy. Meaning like, they're not going to flip the script on you after five long years and talk down on you in the presence of their mistress not going to discuss your past traumas with other people and make a mockery out of it. A man who is a sanctuary will not take advantage or manipulate those moments that you're most trusting or or most vulnerable. A man that is a sanctuary will bring comfort and, and not subject you to any circumstance that would leave you feeling uncomfortable. I think a a sanctuary would be a man who knows when you're not okay, even if you don't tell him. Let me give you, I guess, an example of like a man who I believe to be a sanctuary. And I'm going to have to go with Randall Pearson on um, one of my favorite shows, This Is Us. And Beth, his wife, has got her a top tier husband and he is indeed a sanctuary a safe place of refuge. Um, If I think about real life, one of the first people that comes to mind is my best male friend, who I'll call D-Nice. And my brother, you are, I'm going to say my brother King, you are a sanctuary for your wife. And I want you to keep up the good work if you are listening. I mean, I can't think of any other examples off the top of my head right now, but um, having a man who is a sanctuary for K the Rebel, what that would mean for me would be him showing up for me in ways that I always show up for myself. Like, I always got me. I always can bet on me. I always have my own back. So, like, my sanctuary would provide that same kind of love and energy. And I don't think like I'm speaking out of bounds or generalizing, but I really do believe in my heart that there are a lot of women who 
who are in relationships with men who are not their sanctuary. They probably feel unprotected and unsafe. But of course, to openly admit that would be tough. You know, it's it's low-key embarrassing. It's even a little bit embarrassing for me to admit that um, I have felt unprotected and unsafe in my relationship so many times. It's also a realization like how many times I was loved incorrectly. And if my next man like is not a sanctuary, I don't want it because I refuse to feel unsafe and unprotected emotionally and mentally ever again. That's a no-no. It's going to be a hard no. So now let's talk about these, these babies. There's just been an observation that I've made. You know, I think although we pretty much assume that everybody, you know, has kids, especially in the Black community, but I noticed that I'm coming across like a good amount of people, both men and women in their mid to late 30s who do not have children. Some are even early 40s. And I noticed that people kind of single them out, you know, when the topic comes up, like, damn, you still ain't got no kids or when are you going to have kids? And I want to change the narrative on that. Um, somebody might not agree with my perspective. Some Somebody might want to come from my neck, have a rebuttal. I don't know. But for me and what I believe is that it is better to never experience parenthood at all than to procreate with someone and low-key have regrets or wish you had done it differently. And for anyone who is listening to this that could be in your late 30s or early 40s and don't have children, perhaps the universe or higher power is saving you from something. It could even be saving you from from, from turmoil um, because it is no fun to know that you've brought life into this world and then you hate, despise, or have no respect for that other person that you had the child with. And that has happened to me twice. And to think that I thought like I was doing it the right way, you know, the second time around because I got married. Boy, am I picking my jar up off the floor um, right now in this very moment. You know, because that's certainly uh, not true. I, I don't think there's, there's, when people are thinking about like the, the stages in which that you're supposed to do it, Obviously, like, you know, not have a child out of wedlock and you marry and then have children. But I think I would rather never be married and have a relationship, a good, healthy relationship, or have a father to my children that is top tier, effective, that shows up in every way, not just financially, but emotionally, physically, and mentally. I would take that any day over successful marriage. Some people might think, oh, wow. Or, yeah, or to say I've never been married at all. If I had to trade, like, you had a life, you know, okay, where you never got married, but you could have children with someone and 
have a great, healthy co-parent. You know, and to the people who kind of like stereotype and judge single parents with the, oh, you chose him or her, you should have used a condom and all this other bullshit that people say. It's like not one soul wakes up in the morning and asks to be stuck with a child to raise all by themselves. No one chooses unhealthy co-parenting, so like miss me with all that. But back to the point I'm trying to make. If you don't ever get to experience motherhood or fatherhood, like, don't beat yourself up about it because people who have children do not have greener grass. People who have children have not achieved something greater than you. You know, parenting, this thing here, it, it, it's not an easy job. I think as for me, some days I try to figure out how I'm even able to keep going and never give up. Some days... I also feel honored that God chose me to be the mother of two people who will make some type of mark on the world and to know that they like lived inside my womb, you know, and I carried them for those for those um, 40 weeks. I mean, overall, parenthood comes with both blessings and burdens. And anyone telling you that it, that that's not true, what I just said, is a liar and they're delusional. But again, like, don't beat yourself up about it, whoever's listening, or this could apply to, or maybe you know somebody who's in this category. Maybe they really want kids and timing maybe hasn't been on their side. But if it's not meant to be a part of your life's journey, it doesn't make your journey any less valuable. I'm telling you that I can promise you that. Um, so now bad timing. Angle that I want to talk about bad time again is, of course, in regards to relationships. So, there was like a meme I posted on my story about two weeks ago, and it said, the right person in the wrong time is a common thing, I hope you know. And man, oh man. I got like in my feels for a little, little bit. Like, I, I really started analyzing that whole meme. You know, I think because I am a podcast host, that, that comes natural. Like, hey, this like ooh, ooh, ooh. So yeah, I just feel like after reading that, some of the thoughts that, that I had, I had a bunch of different thoughts. So they're, they're not going in any particular sequence. I'm, I'm just throwing them out there. One is like, everything can feel so right with you and another person. And it may just not be your time, you know. However, I think like so many of us refuse to think about the bad timing part because like we want what we want especially when it feels so good or being in love or whatever it is that you're feeling in those early stages. And, you know, there are some people that force it to the point where they're like, we're going to do this and whatever happens, happens. And I think that, you know, that's probably not the best approach. I think that there is nothing wrong with experiencing whatever you're experiencing with someone who is considered right or feels right. But I think the tricky thing I've recently learned about feelings is that they're not always associated with reality or the reality of, of a situation. I actually had um, a similar conversation or sharing my perspective with um, this gentleman that um, I conversed with on Instagram via DM on occasions. Um, and he's like, it can feel right, but that don't mean that you're right for me or that this is our time. And I was like, yes, 
a word. Hello. <laughs> like sometimes there are things that are clearly in the way of you being with someone and you should not ignore it or try to force it. And okay, there's nothing wrong with being a person of optimism if you want to. But I'm also learning that love isn't supposed to be hard. Yes, it does require hard work, but it shouldn't be hard as an obstacle or challenge that you're facing in life. Or like, maybe there's that person where it feels right and you guys deal with each other off and on and it's like a vicious cycle. Clearly, timing isn't on your side, so you might want to just let it go. You know, it's, it's bad timing. And... Even though it feels right, again, it's it's bad timing. Um, and I guess the last point that I would like to make about bad timing is that in in relation to relationships, is that when you're dating like 30 plus, a lot of people talk about like, oh, I'm not wasting my time. And hey, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Dating doesn't have to be reliant upon or restricted to trying to figure out if someone is the one. Life is short. Laugh. Have a good time. Go eat and drink with someone or even go on a vacation and let that shit rock. Let it be whatever it's supposed to be. As long as I feel like it doesn't include any form of disrespect or you being violated, there's nothing wrong with just experiencing or living in that moment you know like it doesn't have to be a timeline for everything i'm starting to realize how ever you know again timing is is literally everything i i can agree with that but it's okay it's the right person and it's a bad it happens. It it happens. It, it, it just means that that person isn't your person. Even though you may like everything about them and they just do it for you, but it doesn't mean that they're your person. This doesn't. Because it's just supposed to mesh well. And it's just supposed to work. And it, it, it shouldn't require so much speculation and, and what ifs and anxiety and all this, that, and the other. It, it, it shouldn't be like that. Now, I'm no relationship expert at all. These are just new realizations and new outlooks and new perspectives that I am, am coming to terms with, and I just want to share it with somebody. Again, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm just saying. Well, that's it for sanctuaries, babies, and bad timing. And I'll be back next week, and I'm out. Peace.